You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's up, everybody? It's me, Jay Martin Jr. Super grateful that you would take the time out to listen to the Drive Project podcast, where we talk about passion, purpose, and possibility. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I hope you get something from it. I call them little golden nuggets that we get along the way that help us just see the bigger picture. So again, I just want to say thank you. Sit back and enjoy. What's up, everybody? It's me, Jay Martin Jr. Super grateful to come on and just talk with you for a few moments. You know, we're in this thing, the sixth season on the Drive Project podcast, and I am so grateful to anybody that decides to listen to anything that I have to say. You know, I used to have conversations with my grandma, and she would say, sometimes I feel like I'm rambling, honey, but I hope you get some gold out of it. And so I've held on to that because I've had many moments where I've gotten so much. And so I hope it's the same for you that you get to know a little bit about me and also in the future with people that I get to interview hearing their stories. But I want to just tell you thank you um, to to the one that, you know, that shares the episodes to the ones that, you know, go on and just, you know, encourage me to keep going. I want to tell you thank you. It means the world. And I, I say that I, I always say that I love to do it for the one because I was that one and still am that one that at any moment your world can change. You know, by just hearing perspective or a story. So I wanted to be a little bit vulnerable with you and and share just something about um, my upbringing. And I hope that um, at the end of this episode, you walk away with hope. You walk away um, with just putting one foot in front of the other. So, you know, this episode, I I ward kind of with wanting to share because, you know, sometimes I'm like, no, I don't want to talk about those things. I don't want to share that because that's just too much. Um, But I do find out that when we are vulnerable, you know, when we are honest and we open up, um, you open up the door for people to come in and see a side that maybe you might have not shared before or shown before. I think there is healing in that. And so I wanted to talk about just how I viewed love. Love for me was very interesting growing up. Um, uh, I was the, I'm, I, well, I'm the oldest of uh, seven. I'm the oldest of seven. It's crazy to think that, you know, <laughs> um, there were seven of us. And but how I viewed love was very different. How I experienced love was very different. Growing up being Jay Martin Jr. was I had to learn how to maneuver through spaces um, with wearing a mask. When I say wearing a mask, I never really felt like I could be my true self because to be myself wasn't good. I constantly was pushed to change something about myself, even if it wasn't the tone of my voice, if it wasn't the way I carried myself, if it wasn't, you know, maybe what I wanted to do, it was always, no, um, that's not good. And so it's interesting because, you know, I don't like to really push too much of, you know, God and all those different things uh, on the podcast show because I want all people to be able to listen. But for this moment, I just want to share 
um, just a little bit about that for me. You know, it wasn't until I turned 34 that I realized that God didn't just like me. He loved me. And I would do my best not to get emotional on this episode because everything I viewed was from the aspect of if I did it right, you would love me. Growing up, going back to that, it was very challenging because I did not feel like I was enough. Um, I felt like, well, maybe you'll love me if I do this for you or if I become this or if I change this, then you'll really love me. But I found out growing up that it didn't matter how much I did. It just wasn't enough. And so I maneuvered through friendships. I maneuvered through spaces, opportunities, not really being myself. And so it was very rough. And I will never forget the day that my grandma has said to me, honey, I love you. And I love all of you. Wow. She had said, you know, I don't love you because of what you can do for me. I love you because of just who you are. And I'll never forget when she said that to me because I didn't know what it was like. What, what do you mean just who I am? She said, all of you, all of it. And I'm, I'm excited to love what I don't even know. She said, I really believe that if we would just learn to get past certain things about people, um, now, and it's hard now because you, you, you can't love everybody. <laughs> she said, that's tough, it's tough. But she, she was talking to me. She said, when you embrace all those insecurities, when you embrace every bit of it, she says, oh, and I've said this before, but she said the world will become so, so much more beautiful to you. But I began to live my life out on performance base you know, through my teenage years into my 20s, it was all based on a performance. If I performed right, you'll love me. And it wasn't, like I said, until I turned about 34 years old that I realized it doesn't matter what you do, it's who you are. You see, I try now being on the other side of that and realizing, number one, you need to love yourself. Also, you need to do the work to understand who you are. And at the end of the day, um, to live your life from a space of performance or from a space of what you do, you live by titles, you will never, it will never be enough. And I had to go back to the root of the issue, which was I really didn't think my father loved me. I just thought maybe he liked me at times. That was painful for me. Um, and it would show up because circumstances would happen and it would be a disconnect. There would be no communication. There would be, it would just be completely dead. And I'd be like, well, why don't you love me? Why, why can't you just love all of me? And I realized that people in themselves, we all have ways. We all have ways that we do certain things. And I've learned through now learning how to love myself, number one, and how to heal. Thank God for healing and thank God for therapy. I realized that there was something bigger that could love all of me. When I discovered that day, when I discovered that I don't have to live my life through performing for people, that I could just be myself, oh, I got free. 
I got so free. Um, my marriage got better. The way I raised my children, who I attracted as friends, opportunities. And I, till this day, have moments where I tell myself, you are enough and you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to do all of these things for people to love you because that is not authentic. That is a fake world. You can lower the mask and be who you really are. Can I just encourage you that if you are facing something right now, if you are facing or you are living in a world where you feel like the only way to be accepted is by having to wear a mask. Can I tell you, you, it's not so much the fact of what's being done to you, but it's what you are doing to yourself. You are missing out on the beautiful side of a world that has so much to offer you. But Here's the reality. You have to let go of what others think you should be, of what others think, where other, other people, how, how they perceive. I can't tell you how free I got when I began to love myself. It's that self-care that people talk about. When I began to learn how to love myself, all of me, and then I realized that the love that I received as a child was conditional, it was performance-based, and that's not even real love. That's not even real love. It's a form, and it only takes you so far, and how you begin to live your life is not really you being yourself. There is something to be said about letting go of the mask. The day I began to take off mask of performing, of pretending, the everything got so much more real and tangible to me. I think there is something to be said about um, taking time out for you and learning who you really are as an individual, realizing that you deserve to be loved, but the right way. <laughs> um, and so I'm just I just wanted to share this with you. You know, I wanted to be transparent and, you know, I am, you know, I, I always tell people I'm not a perfect person at all. But one thing that I strive for is I try to go for good balance. You know, I want to go for balance. You know, I try to stay focused. I try to encourage myself and I allow others to encourage me. But one of the big things is, is I always go back and tell myself I love me. I love me. Don't change. Now, here's the thing. Change is good. It's painful. Now, that's a different type of change I'm talking about. But I'm talking about who you are as a person. I am so grateful for the day that I decided to love me. And I was able to take off the mask and look in the mirror. Now, can I tell you something? Still to this day, um, masks try to show up. and But I work so hard now through the work. I put the mask down. And I stay true to me. I'm just being transparent with you because we live in a world that wants you to be fake. We live in a world that doesn't really know how to properly love people. And be careful how you throw out the word I love you when you really don't mean it. You might just like certain things about the person. And now this person might be thinking that you really love them, but then they they may not do something that you don't want, th that maybe you don't want them to do. And all of a sudden you just cut them off. That's painful. Listen, <laughs> listen, that is, I experienced that. That is painful. Stop throwing out I love you when you really don't mean it. 
Now that's a whole nother subject, but I'm, I'm serious because you do more damage by giving them counterfeit love than just being honest. If I was to be completely honest with you, I wish, now I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying that um, people hated me, but I would rather people be honest and be like, you know what? I don't know how to love you. I don't know how to care for you. And maybe I could have picked up myself and walked somewhere else where a space would receive me. But I am grateful for the day I, I decided to love myself. And when I decided to love myself, I began dropping the mask. I did no, I no longer had to pretend. I no longer had to live out of a life of performance. Now, I know you're probably thinking, well, Jay, you do television and you do stuff like that, that you're performing, right? But it's different. I'm giving me. I'm giving my true self. I'm not trying to be pretend to be somebody else so you like me. It's either this or nothing. And it took time, it took healing, it took therapy, it took work. It took almost like a dying to myself, dying to what I thought I had to be in order for the real me to rise up. In order for something new to come forth, come forth something has to die. And I think it is so important that you allow yourself to let go of what people think you should be. Because here's the reality, there, there are people waiting for the authentic you. That's why you need to do the work. I'm so glad that I decided to no longer accept a counterfeit love based on performance. That I can learn how to genuinely love people and accept people for who they really are. Whew. I just wanted to get that off my chest and share something and I'm, it's probably a lot, but I hope that you get something from this. If you don't, if you don't get anything, just remember this, you are so valuable and you are so worth it. So why not do the work? It's okay to let go of the mask. It's okay to just be you. There are people waiting on the other side of you just being you. And here's the thing, the real you is waiting on you. Ooh, the real you is waiting on you. So why don't you, why don't you take just that one step? I'm so glad I took the step and all I knew, all I knew was performance, but I'm so glad because now the people in my life, ah, it's a reflection of that work. And I have so many beautiful, authentic people now and it's been tough because there's been times where counterfeits will try to pop up, you know, to try to get you to go back. But no, 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 no. I've worked too hard for my freedom. I've worked too hard. And you are worth your freedom. So, well, that's all I have today. <laughs> I just wanted to share that with you and I hope you get something out of it. And you know what I'm going to say. Until next time, let's keep the conversations going. You're so worth it. You are valuable. You deserve real love. So go ahead and be you and rise up. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the Drive Project Podcast. So if you're wanting to go back over episodes or you're like, I wonder if there's more episodes from different seasons. Yes, there is. And you can actually go to whereweconverge.com or Converge Media Network to listen to the podcast for all the previous seasons 
or on all your favorite platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it, iHeartRadio, all of the episodes are there. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. And just like I say, until next time, let's keep the conversations going. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.